0: selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. You know, (laughs) okay, it's actually just so funny because what I love about Shopify is no matter how huge and massive you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control. Yes, daddy and take your business to the next level because we're business women. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash book club. That's shopify.com slash book club, all lowercase. shopify.com slash book club. Celebrity Book Club, who's that knocking at the door? It's all your friends, you filthy whore. Your husband's gone, and we've got books and a bottle of wine to kill. It's Hollywood, it's books, it's gossip, I'm sure, it's memoirs, it's, it's Studio 54. It's celebrity Book Club, come read it while it's hot. Book Club. Tell your secrets we won't talk. Celebrity Book Club. No boys are allowed. Celebrity Book Club. Say it loud and proud. Celebrity Book Club.
1: Buzz me in I brought the foe. Boo! Ooh, best, best friend. friend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, spookalicious hoe. My body's too spookalicious for you. boom. But... <laughs>
1: Hey, Devil! Can you handle this?
0: <laughs> uh, happy All Hallows' Eve, you crazy I, bitch!
1: Um, hell yes. Um, and this is just a PSA for costumes this year. Um, just give it a second thought before you. Yeah,
0: maybe do a sensitivity check in uh, before you wear your incredibly offensive costume that may be appropriating someone else's culture.
1: Okay, so glad to just get that housekeeping out of the way.
0: I'm not sure if this episode was going to air before or after Halloween, but can I ask, do you have a costume yet?
1: So, I do have a costume, and I'm pretty excited about it. And, um, you know, I was worried because I was like, you know, after the surgery, will I be able to costume? Right. Um, But I think I, it's pretty comfy, and I do have—I've wanted to be this man-slash-animal for years. Um, Is it a centaur? Yeah, uh, a <laughs> Bugs Bunny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's up, now? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you don't have buck teeth, but you kind of do have, in some ways, you do kind of have buck teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you have these two prominent yes, front teeth. Yes, I'm not. No, I, I'm
1: and, just to our friends, I'm not taking offense at all to this. I do. <laughs> I have these two bigger, big old kind of front teeth. They're not like, or, you know, bunny. But yeah, they're bigger and they have like.
0: They're bigger than their neighbors randomly. And like. It's also because the way your mouth shape frames them a little bit. I'm, like, now noticing this. Like, when I smile, it's very, like, big gay horse teeth mouth. And, like, when you smile, it's a little bit more, like, of a cute little frame around those two Bugs Bunny teeth.
1: Exactly. And I used to be self-conscious about it, but now I actually think it's kind of cool. It just shows off. embrace your mouth. And that is what our
0: authoress is all about today. It's Oral Empowerment Week at Celebrity Book Club. (laughs) Okay, so you're going to be Bugs Bunny. Are you going to get a full, like, fursuit that you're going to be really
1: hot in? Well, no. Um, My GF, this is, like, the first time I've had the costume planned because my GF for my birthday last year got me a full Bugs Bunny costume.
0: And you couldn't wear it because of
1: uh, a little thing called the pandemic. Uh, well, my birthday is after Halloween, so it's just been... Oh, wait, she
0: got it for you for your birthday.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for my birthday. So it's just been like in its plastic wrap, like raring to go.
0: Getting someone a full fursuit costume for their birthday that they're going to wear in 10 months is insane.
1: (laughs) Well, it's very, and again, to relate to our book, it's very Comic-Con stuff. And I feel like a lot of people do think me and my girlfriend are furries. And we're always like, no, we're not furries but this does pretty much cement (laughs) the fact that we are furries that just like in the closet right now is standing next to each other in a way a sailor moon costume and a bug spotting costume. Like, yeah, that's, (laughs) <laughs> pretty nerd fetish <laughs>
0: right and it only takes like the line between those costumes being next to each other in the closet to those costumes standing next to each other at comic con to those costumes making their way to the to bedroom to the boudoir it's a thin line a blurry blurry thin line I've tried
1: it on. It's going to be a pretty comfy costume. The question that I have for you is...
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty awesome, comfortable costume. Um Comfort is, is that... huge for me
0: on Halloween. <laughs> Usually I go to one, maybe two, even three events. And over the course of four or five hours, if I'm not comfortable, I'm going to be really, really grumpy.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's classic girl on Halloween, like being cold... In like spiked teals, just like with like
0: wings,
1: no, tears streaming.
0: Warm AF. Um
1: is that so the costume is like a big gray sweatsuit with like the bunny feet and a bushy tail and the ears, but there's nothing I think I oh, need to it's do- not
0: a big face
1: mask. M- no, not a big face mask. It's kind of everything else. So oh. that leads me to do, do I paint on the buck teeth? Do I?
0: Well, you could do such a like face paint situation like a child's face paintress comes over and like gives you a full like I guess like it would be like white with face with like whiskers. Yeah. And then you have the ears on um makeup yeah, I have can the also ears crack over the course of the night in this way that looks weird. We all know what I'm talking about when no, makeup t-
1: <laughs> cracks. <laughs> um what are you
0: going to be? Well, as I was mentioning to you, I wanted to be Elliot Page.
1: Well, you haven't mentioned that to me.
0: I haven't? I feel like I've been no. mentioning this to everyone.
1: Did you say you wanted to be Elliot Page with the six-pack?
0: Uh, no, I was thinking more like Balenciaga Elliot Page, just kind of like a big suit and the like gelled bangs.
1: Okay, I and mean, I, I love this for you.
0: And you I'm just do like... do the Caesar
1: bangs. I mean, it's yeah. also a costume
0: that's very, like,
1: you're walking around and someone's like, what are you? And you're like... And I'm, like
0: I'm like, I'm Elliot Page. And they're like, huh? and I'm huh? like... Eh. Yeah. But I feel like people of our sort of community will get it.
1: You have to do the Caesar bangs that they are doing.
0: Uh, they is just doing... I mean, it's like, look, I already have, like, my bangs are kind of long. If I just gel them, and our viewers can't see, our listeners can't see this, but I you know what I mean? Like, look at that.
1: Well, that looks insanely creepy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm pushing my little wig forward. I feel like it could be there. Anyway, yeah, I don't know if it's going to be super offensive.
1: Well, now I'm realizing I need to do the Instagram post that Elliot Page did post-top surgery. That's them, like, two weeks after surgery, full six-pack, no scar, glistening from a pool.
0: I feel like that shot of them was a little, like, far away. Yeah. And, like, a little bit low-res. And I'd maybe like to see the close-up studio version of that.
1: Yeah, the Yeah. like Yeah,
0: I'm, my body also looks really great from, like, 30 feet away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that costume is a little bit... What are you? I, I see what you mean. I mean, again, it's like, to go back to your Bugs Bunny thing, I always want to be Katniss Everdeen from The Hunger Games. But it's like, I would require like so much planning in advance to get this like bow and arrow and the like black wings that like turn into flames and like I'm never doing that in time.
1: I mean, that's always the Halloween stress is just like you think of the thing and you're like, "Oh, am I really like searching for tarps and bow and arrows like 2 weeks ahead and that's why I just needed someone to gift me
0: the bugs." And your girlfriend knew that, and that's why she fucking gets you.
1: Yes, yeah, okay. For your birthday, I will get you the Katniss costume. So at age thirty-seven, is that correct? Um, next year you mm-hmm. can be Next Katniss. year when I'm
0: thirty-seven, I keep thinking that thirty-five is the canonically like saddest age of all time. But I'm like maybe thirty-seven is the saddest age of all time. Well, maybe we've we've upped it a little bit over the years because we yeah we're, like, no, no, no. yeah we're like no oh, no no close thirty-five. We're like I no actually thirty-seven is the saddest age. <laughs>
1: They were like, no, I think 39 is the (laughs) saddest age.
0: Okay, this is gold. We're talking about ages. (laughs)
1: Okay, look, let's get into the book. We're talking about Halloween because we read The Hot. It's A lot of people have been talking about it, but I don't know how many of those people have read it. Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm guessing a total of zero.
1: Yours Cruelly by Elvira, a.k.a. Cassandra Peterson.
0: Well, the book is called Yours Cruelly, Elvira. It's like a, as in like... Did I say Yours Truly? well you know you said yours cruelly but you were like, oh, it's like yours cruelly al- Elvira. Elvira it's like a letter memoirs of the mistress of the dark is the sub and then it's Cassandra Peterson
1: I mean I'm obsessed with her name I feel like that's the name I choose when I'm like writing any character about like a sensuous middle aged woman
0: who's divorced
1: <laughs> I'm just like my name is Cassandra
0: and yes honey I know how to have an orgasm <laughs>
1: Yeah, I need to tell you about this, like, sex ed teacher I had in college, but, well, let's get into the book for a second.
0: No, tell me right now. Don't wait.
1: Okay, anyway, she was just so Cassandra and, like, led, like, a human oh, sexuality sorry. class.
0: Sorry, also, you a sex ed teacher you had in college.
1: You no, know, it wasn't, like, <laughs> sex ed. It, it was being more just, like, the study of human sensuality and, like, something, mm-hmm. something. Like, trying right. to be such a, like, theories about sex.
0: Mm. what were the theories was it all just uh, like desire is a reflection
1: yeah she was mostly just like horny and wearing velvet <laughs> and was so Cassandra um, <laughs> was like her main vibe so what's random is like I'm so retro and just like old movies and B movie stuff and leopard print etc cetera, etc cetera, dice convertibles but like I had never seen the Elvira movie I just watched it two nights ago
0: yeah, I will confess that I, in prep for this show, I did not watch the Elvira movie because I wanted to have a little bit of tension between us. So you've seen it, I mm. haven't. And you can kind of share with me the fruits of your labor. Um, she's someone who you, like, you say Elvira and, like, an image comes to mind. Like, I think most people do have a dissociate with. like, yeah, they know who she is, but then you're just like, well, why? Like, why do I know who she is? And she's just had this sort of B-level stardom for, like, 30 years, but, like... I actually, even until we read this book, I didn't know what exactly she was famous for. And now you know? Question, <laughs> God, question mark. <laughs> I'm like, so she hosted this show that is very like Mystery Science Theater 3000, where she was like introducing movies to like a, on like a local LA cable station. And then it was like syndicated nationally, I guess, again, in the 80s. Yeah. And she would just wear this black wig and be like, I'm spooky, but hot.
1: And then she would make, like, total jokes about the bad
0: movies. Right. I mean, the book is very full of these sort of almost dad-esque jokes.
1: Um, Which is, like, her thing. And so then I watched the Elvira movie, which I was like, okay, if I saw this, I mean, I did enjoy it. If I saw it when I was 17, it would have, like, become my personality.
0: I mean in the way that like Rocky Horror Picture Show is like a lot of people in high school's personality.
1: Yes, it's very like Rocky Horror where it's, so it's like about like she plays her character of like someone who has this syndicated she plays Elvira, like someone with like a local TV show um who like is like spooky. And then they're like you need a show in Vegas, but you need $50,000, which is also kind of like based off her life because she was like a Vegas show girl. And so then she has to like go to Massachusetts to like inherit her great aunt's like money. Oh, that's and then very it's you
0: like not getting an inheritance in Massachusetts.
1: <laughs> exactly. I be right um to this film. Yeah, so this movie is about me and then she drives there in her convertible and the whole town is being like you're a witch. Um, and then she has to like fight off an evil uncle, and she's being like big tittied and retro, and
0: like. I mean, yeah. The other thing about her is she's got a rack and a half. Ironic because you are now down a rack, and, right? And she is up a rack. I mean, even on the cover of this book, they're being like rack, 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 rack. I mean, like it's they made her sure rack to get is it in there.
1: so high. Yeah, kind of crazy, right? The book we read post my top surgery is about a woman.
0: It was one of the rackiest subjects we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: big old rack.
0: And that's because life is all about balance.
1: Mm, yes, the balance of no rack to rack,
0: no rack to rack. I think um, I will say this book is one of the most boring thing that's ever happened to me. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you were really bored by this, and okay, I I want to hear your. Well, I mean, maybe if I
0: hadn't read 38 other memoirs (laughs) preceding this book, I would be a little less bored. But it just felt like a boring version of every story we've ever heard. I'm just like, a girl from a small town, like, dreams of becoming famous and is in some local shows. And she loves her dad and her mom's abusive, but, like, not that abusive, but, like, hits her and is kind of insulting. And then she goes to los angeles and like meets a guy and she's sexually harassed by a lot of creepy casting couches and like works (laughs) in vegas and then she auditions and then she's on a show and then she's on another show and then that's going well and then she's on a different show and then she moves into an apartment and then it's like (laughs) and now i'm 70 years old and i look back and i'm so proud and i wouldn't change a thing and you're like okay cool awesome glad that happened for you (laughs) Thanks for the blow-by-blow. Blow. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 there really was, no. even, like, the best parts, just like, yeah, okay, she fucks Robert Junior. I mean, like, okay, and we'll get into it. No, well, just- is.
1: I see what you mean where it's like when I saw these people posting about it being like oh my god Elvira is a lesbian this is the best day of my gosh
0: darn life no and I'm just like I'm sorry where was your Elvira obsession before she became a lesbian like to promote her book like
1: (laughs) it's kind of like when Little Richard died all these people started (laughs) posting that like Little Richard is their favorite musician and is like the biggest gender warrior to ever live and I'm like I'm sorry, I didn't see you literally, blasting Tootie Fruity out from your jawbone.
0: You. <laughs> never heard Richard. <laughs> little Richard past her lips or your jawbone, literally ever. <laughs> Oh, sidebar. This guy. This morning. I'm sorry. I mean, this is not about the book. But let me let me just say this. No, As say a it. cantankerous New Yorker who gets annoyed by people, I can tell
1: you you woke up on the friendly woods side of your bed <laughs> I, today. I <laughs> really did.
0: No, and I'll say this. Okay, first of all, I'm sober now. This is ironic because the last episode we recorded. I was hungover and you were sober for <laughs> surgery. Now you're back on the wagon and downy martinis, and I'm on forced medical leave from the alcohol community. <laughs> and I'm just pissed. <laughs> and I'm walking and this guy, I'm on my way to therapy, of course. <laughs> and there's this guy, this tall guy, he's got a knit bag, like a knit bucket. He's like What do you mean a knit bag? Like a knit, like your sister little like sexual oh, kind of just like a man. A man man? with a little faggoty. I mean, he was a faggot, obviously. And he's like wearing some fucking outfit and it's 11 in the morning and he's blasting some sort of like cheesy, like kind of day disco, like something you might hear at like a sober 7 a.m. rave. Which will start
1: being your new thing. Uh, Going to like a Brooklyn museum and day dances. Let me tell you
0: this. I'm someone (laughs) who is like sober and not pretending that it's fun. I'm hanging out with people at a bar for 45 minutes and then being like, I'm ready to leave. I'm not just being like, yes, I'm hanging out all morning and it's an awesome rate. Anyway, this guy's playing some fucking stupid like day disco from his little satchel, walking, like blasting it. And I'm just like, it's too fucking early for this. Like, get over yourself. You're walking through Union Square, like letting everyone know that you're this cool guy, just like providing the soundtrack to our lives. Fuck yeah, I'm at the green market. It's like, no, actually, everyone just woke up. We all have somewhere to be, and I don't need your bullshit. <laughs> You're
1: walking around in your big blazer and your mascot glasses <laughs> saying, I don't need to hear your music.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just like. Goes home, writes your interview column. <laughs> no, I'm like, I've got my fucking Elvira book in one hand that's boring <laughs> yeah. me to death. I've got a coffee to wake up from the book. I've got a water. I've got all my anxieties that I've got to unload on the goddamn therapist. It's just like the last thing I need is Mr. Little Day Disco walking around with his satchel. It's, like, for whose benefit? It's called like, headphones.
1: No, people who play music on... Unless you're at the beach. People who play, like... Right. When it's, like... And I, I'm I, talking in a bike messenger way. A bike not, messenger like, a way cool
0: on-the-street way. No, like, on the street <laughs> with your total ghetto blaster, like, hanging out like <laughs> yeah. on a bench. Like, that's whatever. It's cool. It's, like, 80s. But it's, like, I guess it's, like, cool to have music if you're hanging out with other folk. But it's just, like, if you're alone, what's with the speaker? That's Speaking of,
1: I, w- I just went back to wired headphones yesterday. We have to get back to the book. Um,
0: <laughs> Why did you dump your... I can't
1: find my Bluetooth. It finally happened. I knew it. Yeah. I knew I mean, this was coming. It took... Okay, so I bought those Bluetooth. It's been a while. I bought, bought them in, I don't know, of March? brand Ides yeah. of March. My sound cores. <laughs> And it's I don't hardcore. know. I, f- I did. S- I did some photo shoots and there was a lot of bags and there was a lot of luggage. That's of so, I bought thing.
0: Your family, a DVD player in high school. And it was the <laughs> brand was like MinTech. So <laughs> It's just like, what is this off ass brand?
1: <laughs> that really cemented our relationship. The power dynamic. When you bought my family, <laughs> a DVD player. It also defines my family's relationship to money because like, I'm sure you bought it with your visa bucks card. And it was like, Forty dollars? Yeah, maybe it was like eighty. But it okay, was eighty. And I feel like post divorce, so me, my mom, my sister definitely probably thought that DVD players were like three hundred dollars. Well,
0: I think a Sony probably was three hundred at that time.
1: But like a Mint Viva, <laughs>
0: but a Mint Vivo. <laughs> that, that, that I that I bestowed upon a, upon a needy family.
1: Needy Cambridge families in need oh my god and you got us i think the enough dvd because you were like well let me get you started on your dvd collection we <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> me get a ball rolling here with this jennifer lopez classic thriller about domestic we're sitting abuse.
1: with the with the dvd player being like oh gosh i don't know if we can afford a dvd <laughs> those are seven hundred dollars
0: which is so Elvira's family <laughs> growing up when her father repaired sewing machines for Singer.
1: Celebrity Club
0: This episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. You're trying to find a cause for your symptoms. Achy back, headache, runny nose, itchy eye, wart on my genitals. So let me
1: guess, you stumble down a
0: TikTok rabbit hole full of questionable advice from so-called experts. Suddenly I have cancer? Uh, no thank you. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> there are better ways to get the answers you want and the care you deserve from trusted professionals and not random people on the
0: internet. Though randoms, I love you, and my TikTok addiction, yeah, it stands. But I'm sorry, Lily, you shouldn't be getting medical advice from some girl in her grandmother's basement in Toronto.
1: ZocDoc helps you find expert doctors and medical professionals
0: that specialize in the care you need and deliver the type of experience you want. That's right. Ditch the talk, get the doc. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun.
1: No more Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet.
0: Mm, I love a trusted guide, like the time I climbed to Machu Picchu on the Inca Trail with a team of Sherpas. Millions of people use Zocdoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So find your sherpa at zocdoc.com. Go to zocdoc.com/slash/bookclub and download the Zocdoc app for free.
1: Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Slay. many are available within 24 hours. That's z o c d o c dot com slash bookclub. ZocDoc.com slash book club.
0: Ditch the talk.
1: Okay, there was like definitely like stories I was into, but reading this book in, you know, my recovery, I was like, okay, I'm ready to like settle down to like this total like C-list crazy Hollywood stories. But I was like, Reading it, and then kind of putting it down, and I was like, "What is this feeling that I don't really want to turn the page right now?" <laughs> yeah. Like, and I was shocked because I was like, "It has all the ingredients. It's about like a big-titted retro-like actress who's like a B-movie star. It's about like sleeping with Tom Jones." But I was like, "Something is not pushing me." Here's the
0: thing: she is old, but she. Asked- even older like she acts (laughs) like she's from the fucking dust bowl like everything in this book is so just like well G willikers like so then I moved into an apartment complex called hullabaloo I don't know if it it was named after the popular radio program at the time but you can imagine my astonishment at the name and you're like what the fuck are you talking about like what are these references like the whole time I was like who the fuck is she talking about
1: well but also were you like because it was just like she was talking about just like so many random british bands and just being like we are in our day glow bikinis. i mean
0: yes british bands but yes but then she'd be talking about just like a little i don't know it was like very just like bonanza the longest running <laughs> yeah, network program from 1961 to 1960 i was like girl i i don't care like. but
1: this is why i'm saying like i feel like i as a child would just buy one of those really big books of just like lists of old TV shows. And I also then would pretend this book is kind of in the grand tradition of me pretending I'm into something (laughs) because it's like, (laughs) I had this book called like the cult movie stars encyclopedia. And I would just like read it and page through it, like reading about some random actress from 1932, but just being like, in the back of my head, was like, I'm actually not enjoying
0: this. (laughs) Yeah, this is, no, this is cut to you, like, just watching, like, Carlos Mencia for two hours, just, like, not even (laughs) chuckling, just, like, dead-eyed, being like, yeah, I'm a big Mencia fan. It's like, are you, bitch? Can I just read a passage where I feel like this is something that could be interesting that's not? Yeah. She's like a go-go dancer at a nightclub in the 60s. It was 1966. Most of them were soon to be deployed to Vietnam, confined to the base and under strict supervision before they were shipped out, probably because the army worried they'd bolt. Coming to these clubs was one of their only forms of entertainment. They dubbed me Big Red and boy, did they love me. I mean, what's not to love about a 15-year-old girl with long red hair and big boobs wearing a skimpy outfit?
1: Right, where it's like, this should be this kind of, like, hilarious tale about, like, Horny army guys, I guess, like being into you, but like it is written in a G Willikers it's way. Okay, so
0: fucking G Willikers. Like it's like there parts of it were Janice Dickinson, parts of it were sinead O'Connor, but I was just like those books were so much better, and it's so much more of a voice to them. And she's just being like, "Welp, oh yeah." I was never interested in any of them as boyfriend material, partly because I'd be fired for any hanky panky. The phrase hanky panky, bitch.
1: Like, she sleeps with so many people. She sleeps with Tom Jones. She loses her virginity to Tom Jones. And she also, like, fucks Robert De Niro. And she, like, almost hooks up with Jimi Hendrix, but then he's, like, too blazed. And, like, she's always, like, driving to a festival. And, like, then, like, a bunch of sad things happen where she's, like, about to hook up with some guy. Okay, that song, um, 60s song, A Year in the Sun. um, Do you know that? I just have to play it.
0: Okay. well, anyway, it searches on her phone for some song that she doesn't remember and uh, none of us know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this uh, this book is also like sometimes there's a little hint that this was like just very much like edited in 2021. But like written earlier, like later in this part of Vietnam, there was always one GI in the crowd with too much testosterone who was gung ho about fighting the gooks. But being anti-war and anti-racism, I sit as far away from them as I could get. It's just like saying that she's like being anti-racism. It's just like there's, that's not a thing.
1: Well, which also concept. feels very random, like English teacher <laughs> right. who's so just English like, really "I just... am into anti-racism." <laughs> <laughs> I guess the thing about I wish kind of this book like so much of it was just about like the journey of being like a showgirl and like being D-list and like going on to the lot and this show getting picked up and then it's like it is just random what she goes into detail because like she doesn't become like Elvira until like the basically I feel like 180 like the end of the book but then there's a whole chapter about how she's pregnant and Brad Pitt like wants to buy her house but she's like I'm too pregnant you can't buy my house but
0: she's still being just like way to make this boring (laughs)
1: Right, it's like this is a whole chapter. It's like I don't know. Maybe that would have been interesting if we had like sped up the showgirl stuff. And the Brad Pitt story is so random. She's like, so I told him no, and then he's like, then he came back with another offer, and I said no. Then he came back with another offer, and I said I'm nine months pregnant, and this is just too stressful. So I did take his offer. and We did get a rental house, and then he wanted to buy my <laughs> rental house. <laughs> And she's like and that's when I put my foot down and then she's like is dishing because it's like who cares she's like yeah I watched him like through all of his relationships, like Angelina and Gwyneth. And you're like, okay, whole chapter about Brad Pitt buying girls. Yeah, it's like, yeah,
0: I also like followed Us Weekly during that time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the hot tip. This Okay, reading this book also to me felt, and I, I angrily accused Meg today, producer Meg, of choosing this book. So it's like, who the fuck chose this boring ass book? Did we do this because it's pegged to a news story? And then you were like, no, I chose this because the lesbian gossip. And it, this just reminded me of like middle school or, like, high school, I guess, like, just desperately, like, going (laughs) after anything with just a whiff of homosexual content, of just, like, seeking it out, and it's just, like, and this book is a whiff. She literally does not mention her 19-year lesbian relationship until, like, page 267 out of 272, and it's very, like, and then I met my personal trainer, and we've been together for 19 satisfying years. What a great life I've had. Bye. And you were just like, okay, awesome. And she's like,
1: and I realized as I do sit with my androgynous partner of 19 (laughs) years, it is amazing. No, it is like, that's the thing. And it's like, of all these people posting about it. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm ready for like 50 pages of that. Okay, well, let me read the passage of the first time she laid eyes on her lesbian partner T T. so basically she's married to this like hot surfer guy it's hot and heavy he becomes her manager classic then like he becomes controlling and like spend like relationship where he spends all of her money yes but then like is mad at her for like buying a cd and then he buys a surfboard and it's like but she's Elvira and he's like pushing her to have her yearly show at Knott's Berry Farm, that amusement <laughs> park which we'll get into. Have you ever been to Knott's Farm?
0: No, is it like a, is that a Six Flags location now or something? E-
1: it's like an LA Six Flags.
0: I've been famous, to Universal like Studios. In- I've been to Disneyland. That's in LA, but um, never Knott's Berry.
1: OK, when we were like first starting to become friends, like which was randomly at the end of eighth grade and we went to Canobie Lake State Park um, and I remember you like eating and Dots that like. Oh, astronaut ice cream or whatever cream. and you to me were being like uh, you've never had dippin dots before <laughs> <laughs> you're like yeah i love dippin dots
0: <laughs> me acting like it's like oysters just being yes. like oh my god she doesn't even know what dippin dots is she's from the wrong side of the tracks
1: <laughs> her family doesn't even have a dvd player and they don't need <laughs> dippin dots sad <laughs> You're in like orange zip up old Navy cargo still just being like, I love Dippin' Dots and Lucy Lou is my crush. We're going to fuck one day. Uh,
0: Yeah, I was twisted, but I had a taste for the exotic, the international.
1: (laughs) I travel the world. I go to
0: space. I have Dippin' Dots.
1: Okay, speaking of sexuality. So this is the first time Elvira or sorry, Cassandra spies. Cassandra. Cassandra sees. She says, her now. She's partner. like, it's
0: pronounced like sawn, not sand.
1: Oh, Cassandra. Cassandra. <laughs> Which is also so 90s. Okay. Often when I was doing my pre workout warm up on the treadmill, I couldn't help noticing one particular trainer, tan, tattooed, and muscular, stalking across the gym floor, knit cap pulled so low over <laughs> his long brown hair that nearly covered his eyes dark and brooding brooding how do you pronounce that he gave off such intense energy that when he crossed the enormous gym floor the waters parted and people stopped in their tracks to stare a typical sexy bad boy he was unaware he was so charismatic that he garnered his own unofficial fan club watching him from the safety of my treadmill made my heart beat faster and the time passed much more quickly i mean come on i was married not dead (laughs) one day as I was walking to the ladies room at the gym boom I ran straight into him on his way out wait a minute what he was a she that really threw me not long (laughs) afterward Rich announced he was leaving Gold's but not to worry he had someone taking over his clients who in his opinion was the star trainer of the gym it turned out to be my former bad boy crush from the infamous ladies room incident (laughs) Teresa Wearson or T a former bodybuilder track runner and cyclist she was an incredibly sweet person, despite her tough exterior. So it's also weird in the order. This happens after she talks about the relationship, you know, like it's there's not really a buildup. So it's like she talks about how, like, Mark leaves her and then T moves in with her as a friend after T gets out of a long relationship.
0: Right. And it's like very um, I mean, that is that is very lesbian. The way that that
1: happened. (laughs) Of her showing up with, like,
0: all her bags on Elvira's door. And Elvira's just like, listen, T, I'm going (laughs) through a lot right now. You can stay with me and we can be roommates. And that's totally okay. (laughs) We'll, like, completely just, like, insinuate each other in each other's lives. Um, But... I'm totally not a lesbian and then it's just like and then after like several months of her being really handy around the house okay when she just yeah it sounded like she was doing so many chores (laughs) okay wait she goes T's basically like a big kid (laughs) it's just like yeah I bet yeah that's the most like lesbian description of someone (laughs) she's just a big kid it's like yeah I'm sure she's so lunchbox
1: yeah it is so Finley from Gen Q (laughs) (laughs) she
0: just sounded like she was describing Finley
1: She sounded like she Finley in 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like like she didn't really say. Wait, did she say like their first kiss?
0: Elvira comes home and she's just like, and then randomly I kissed her. And then we started dating. well, it's also very like of T. It's so T. It is so (laughs) it is so So T. It is just so like lesbian to like have this huge crush on your straight friend and like do so many chores around her house and just like hope (laughs) that she one day kisses you and then she does
1: right and I think that probably happens you know 75% of the time and that other 25% the lesbian is just like doing tons of chores and the straight friend is like thanks
0: you think 75% of the time a lesbian crush (laughs) on her straight friend becomes a full-blown relationship
1: I guess I was thinking in the statistic where the huh. lesbian friends. So let's just maybe, in. let's just
0: actually mathematically, let's think about all the straight girls that you've had crushes on. And you would say 75% of them have become your girlfriend? I mean, zero. Because <laughs> that would mean that you've had more than two girlfriends, which I don't think you've had. <laughs> just thinking in terms of numbers. <laughs> That's interesting.
1: Shots fired on our first <laughs> noon recording. <laughs>
0: okay i was pissed. (laughs) my new new identity
1: no i am a virgin and (laughs) i guess i was talking the sense of like lesbian living together situation i honestly don't know where the fuck this statistic is coming from (laughs) but i do feel like everyone now is a lesbian including elvira you know what i mean no i mean that is
0: true and sorry in my
1: day no one was a lesbian and now everyone is lesbian i
0: I could not agree more. (laughs) (laughs) A lot's changed.
1: And in 1962, when I was in flares and day glow, <laughs> <laughs> sleeping with the GIs, yum, yum, yum.
0: <laughs> when I first got to Vegas, darling, women couldn't even hold hands. <laughs>
1: I do want to talk about, I don't know if you read this part about her Sinatra run in, <laughs> and then did,
0: you, sat at me. I thought you were kind of your mild suggestion that me may haven't read all of this book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, so not to pry, but did you read the book? <laughs> i have i listen i've read i've absolutely read parts of this
1: (laughs) no i know you have you know all about tea here we are discussing it again for three hours
0: (laughs) um okay wait no no uh fill me on the sinatra part because that is Um, eluding me right now because there's just so many (laughs) choice anecdotes in here it can't be hard to keep track
1: totally totally okay so you know I'm a big Sinatra fan. And and look, I I don't I'm not going around saying he was an angel. Okay, I know he was a total chauvinist. Um, But, you know, she's in Vegas. She's starting to become a showgirl. And she's like with all of the Osmonds. And she's like on a date with one of the Osmonds. And she was like, I was not attracted to him at all. And that is what I do appreciate with this book is like she is so C so she can just be like, I thought Donnie Osmond was like, he was never gonna get some. That of this is crack.
0: true. No, because it's like if you're Demi Moore, you can't really like call someone ugly because it's like punching down, but <laughs> yeah. she's like C so she can be like, he like wasn't hot, or like, yeah, you know, <laughs> like Tom Jones yeah. did have a big duck,
1: sure. Wait, who did she say had a crazy thin dick? Oh, Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin. She was like, sorry, Jimmy, you're a great guitarist, but like she said he had pencil dick.
0: Oh, whoa. Wait, why did I miss that? Okay. Wait, let me look him up and see if that's true. Because when she said that, um, Tom Joe's did a big dick, I was like, Oh yeah, big dick face. It really confirmed my theory because his face is kind of inflated in this way. It's kind of bulbous.
1: Oh, yeah, he does have a really, like, bulbous, like, lips and nose. Wait, hold yeah. on. I have the Jimmy Page. Jimmy
0: Page. Oh, 35. I mean, honestly, the face is giving
1: pencil. You see Pencil. Okay. She goes, it was my first, ex- oh, she, it's the first dick she touches. It was my first experience touching a penis. And all I remember thinking is that it felt like a long skinny worm. Parentheses, sorry, Jimmy. To think I was actually there lying on the bed, making out with the Jimmy Page from the Yardbirds was thrilling for about two minutes. But then reality struck. I was still a virgin and my aunt was waiting in the lobby right downstairs. What a buzzkill. I suddenly panicked. I snatched my hand off his wang and flew off the bed, grabbing Aunt Lucy's sweater from the floor in the process. I ran to the
0: door and threw it open.
1: I'm a fucking virgin, I screamed at Jimmy, which didn't make a lot of sense,
0: <laughs> but I thought it sounded good at the time. She, she claims to be a virgin like five times in this book. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like, well, what are you? Um, I love that, though.
1: Just Screaming. I'm a fucking virgin. When she has
0: sex with Tom Jones, his dick is like so big that it like breaks her hymen again or something. And she's like bleeding and she's like in so much pain and he like sends a car for her and like, and then he's like pits and like she's so sad because she's like, wait, I'm like not going to marry Tom Jones. And she tells him that she's also a virgin. And she's like,
1: Well, that makes sense because I think she was just going to give Jimmy Page a handjob.
0: So you're saying that she is a virgin in both times? Yes.
1: I feel like she had a lot of, like, almost sex. Like, the tip. Right. Stuff. But, yeah, I do feel like it's kind of... I also forget that Tom Jones is British.
0: I forgot that, too, until you just said that. Because he doesn't really sing with a British accent. No. <laughs> and when, when I say I forgot that, I mean I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean by that phrase. Wait, so what so she sees Sinatra? I guess you're she sees Sinatra
1: and he comes over to the table. They're like, Come over, like to Sinatra, and everyone's like introducing themselves and she reaches her hand out to shake his hand and he doesn't shake it. He just like gives her the up and down and says like nice pair of tits and like then walks away and Hmm. won't even shake her hand.
0: Wow. He really dehumanized women. Because mm-hmm. you don't think of Sinatra as like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I knew, well, I knew he was a total playboy. I guess I thought of him as a little more of a charming chauvinist.
0: Right, same. Although, I mean, I guess it's like, I mean, he, you know, he can't charm everyone, right? Some people I mean, right. Know, how many showgirls is he meeting a day? Are, like, you gotta move on at some point.
1: And then she's like, I got my revenge. Like, years later, working at, like, Emilio's doing door check, I spit in his fedora. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay go off yeah that's very like the waiter equivalent of spinning in a soup or the chef equivalent did you as coat check at city winery ever i know i just had that feeling i was like wow i never just like abused my coat check power i wish i had done that thing that she does in the movie the pianist uh isabel huper when she puts broken glass in the pockets (laughs) of a coat to like sabotage this girl's hands who she's like jealous of and I, I it,
1: need to watch that movie it's
0: so psycho, and she this girl like puts her hands in the pockets of the coat, and then like her f- hands get so cut up, and then she can't like play at the recital anymore. Fuck. yeah, I never did that. I just like my only thing I did at Co-Check, my only like subterfuge was that I would put my own cash into the um tip jar to make it look like everyone was tipping, so that people felt pressured to tip because they felt like everyone else was tipping. And then did you take the cash out? Well, yeah. I mean, it was my cash. I, I kept all. The oh, tips. but it wasn't like a,
1: a tip pooling situation. <laughs> no,
0: There was no tip pooling at City Because I was right? like,
1: that would also just be such a weird like back like thing where then they like are, they're like, why are you stealing from like the pool tip jar? And you're like, no, I was just doing it as like a busker trick.
0: <laughs> it wasn't such a like classic restaurant thing where you're tipping pool and then there's tip out and then like you're in a class action lawsuit later because they're like garnishing your wages or whatever. Um, it was very just like, I'm keeping my $17 and I'm getting, I'm spending that on my 50% off dinner at City Winery, which was like mm. wedding chicken. Anyway, uh, yeah, Frank Sinatra's is not charming, I guess.
1: And, you know, my grandmother always said to me, she, you know, she said, I love his voice, but he's not a good man. And <clears throat> I mean, honestly, Sinatra's is better than just like all the like 60s rock stars that like raped her in this book. Or, like, almost dead. So.
0: Okay. One thing I I just wanted to say before I forget. I do feel like... So, you know how, like, a trope that we've noticed in memoirs is, like, every person being, like... I was so skinny, but tall, but, like, tiny, but thin, but had huge breasts, but was so hot, but, like, small. And, I was so (laughs) awkward and so gangly. Because, like, I was the thinnest model, like, in the whole town. Um, I feel like she has a version of that when she's in the beginning just being like, before me, no one was funny and hot.
1: You could, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you could
0: either be hot or you could be funny. But the funny people were all Joan Rivers. Or like, she like calls Joan Rivers ugly. She was like, people oh, yeah, who no, look like Carol Channing or Joan Rivers before the surgery. <laughs> like, you couldn't actually be dropped at gorgeous like me with a stunning rack and be hilarious. <laughs> And I like changed the game, and I invented Jenny McCarthy by being hot and funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, wasn't it safe to say it's like <laughs>
1: Spooky,
0: Spooky segments. What is what is she What
1: does she <laughs> how, how does she <laughs>
0: Okay horse girl stuff? Okay. okay. What does she wear? what does she wear? Um
1: I mean it seems like she's wearing the Elvira <laughs> in
0: this Elvira costume. This just like tight off the rack long sleeve dress with like deep V cut tits out, like white body makeup, white face makeup, and then this like teased dry wig. Uh, for about but she years. does
1: have a lot of good, fun descriptions in the beginning of like when she's being like a random fifteen-year-old go-go dancer, and she's like, "We did daglo paint on my boobs. Then I was in like orange bell bottoms. Then I was in like a bra with tassels." Um, yeah, she said she was so good
0: at doing like titty tassel movement. Um,
1: a lot of like glow titty
0: tassels. When you had not to pry, but when, when you, you did put, have your anything. tests. Mm-hmm. did you ever put a tassel on and or try to maneuver a tassel in that circular motion kind of way?
1: God, I mean, talk about wish I could. So, you know? Sorry, I
0: should, have, I should have brought this up a couple of weeks ago.
1: <laughs> you should have. I feel like that was a boob thing I never did. I don't know. The chance never came up and I guess I never like
0: volunteered
1: to go to the tassels right. store. And
0: you were never had to like be in disguise as like a belly dancer. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like <laughs> such a
1: bond girl where I'm like have like blazers in my nipples. <laughs> and it's being so casino royale and I'm like shooting. I also feel like my boobs were like as I've said so low so that the tassels would have been a little more droopy. Vibes. It would have been
0: more like dangle and less like helicopter.
1: Yeah. Never tasseled.
0: So what do we think her like casual like around the house with her lesbian butch trainer style is? Right. I
1: mean, we know that trainer style is completely insane and the beanie, the photo she includes in the glossy photo section is just so insane. Like you don't even see her
0: face. Her beanie is no, pulled beanies. So <laughs> her, be- her beanie's pulled down to her chin. I'm like, That's a good so it's actually costume. just a ski mask at this point.
1: Yeah. Full beanie. <laughs> Um, I really like her style. I feel like she's like going to Gelson's or like mm-hmm. is going to those LA Summer and, and just like is showing off. She's. I feel like Don't she, she you is feel like, like she's flares. Like pocketless pants. Yes, I had a babysitter who had jeans with a fly down the crack of the ass. <laughs> <laughs> she's
0: and I feel baby like she has style for sure. Like a half sexy, yeah, sexy sexy babysitter which is kind of going back like low rise is like now in like such style i feel like she never went to mid-rise as a place
1: no i think she was like 60s 70s low rise and just kind of stayed there but i think she probably looks so because she always talks about how like she wanted to look different on the street right
0: so do you think that she's so like i guess i just picture her because she's so comic-con is kind of renfair and doing like so many um like uh corseted like like you Mm -hmm. know sleeveless like vests that have the um like you know kind of peasant why can't i think of the word like lace like a lace up lace up the front like a lace up kind of rope corset
1: yes i feel like she has some of those and then is also maybe just like in a suede vest but nothing else Like, because she at some point mentions, she's like, oh, so I was hosting like a PETA gala and my two favorite performers, Melissa Etheridge and Katie Lang. And it's like, this is when she doesn't know she's a lesbian yet. She's just being like, I mean, she's bi. But yeah, I'm getting the vibe that she's (laughs) like. Please don't
0: erase her decades of being attracted to men. And (laughs) she says in the book, she's like, I'm attracted to men. I like sex, (laughs) but I also support the Me Too movement. (laughs) Um, uh, but is she hat? As that's another question. That's
1: oh, like, like we the, you need know to what I mean. the
0: bottom of
1: Like, is it so weird, Melissa Etheridge? She's like in flares, a vest, nothing else. Like, boobs to like the chin, and then is in a
0: huge wide brim hat. That's what I'm picturing. Like, it's just seeming so like kind of southwestern cow cowgirl adjacent.
1: Even though she's from Colorado Springs, yeah, I think it is. There's a desert vibe to it. And just like sexy
0: tops and flares, low rides, low cut peasant flares,
1: and her big red mane bounces
0: because her actual hair is red. Yes, rare, very rare. What? Okay, what does, does she, she eat?
1: Eat. I'm gonna read this passage here. So she is a vegetarian. Yeah, she so... kind of brings
0: up pita a lot, and it's like, who asked?
1: I was so excited to be hosting this special sit-down dinner that I spent days preparing for it. i cooked a huge pumpkin stuffed with wild <laughs> rice, nuts, raisins, and various veggies, any yummy fresh corn and green chili casserole, among other things. What the, fuck? what the fuck? And then like River Phoenix like passes out or something in her big pumpkin and she has to like take out all of his greasy hair out of the pumpkin. And it's like she sounds very moosewood cookbook, like hippie mom fucked up stir-fry she's yeah. making Fucked this up massive Hippy moosewood st-
0: mom for sure i mean <laughs> yeah. i made a big pumpkin it's just like so That's weird funny. like what in your what in your aja stove and your cauldron again like where i'm just like what are you from the 1680s like you just made a pumpkin uh, so yeah, she's making fucked up. I mean, I guess she's not again because she's so like not a modern figure. Like she does not exist in the <laughs> contemporary times. So she's not being so satan. She's not being tofu and like all the like impossible burgers.
1: No, I, I don't. I don't think she's being impossible burger, but I bet she's tofu. I mean, that's okay. The most tofu is a little bit like more eighties. Yeah, she's making like a big tofu stir fry for her and tea, and is having like a big glass of chardonnay. Mm-hmm.
0: Let's ask the real question. Is tea sober?
1: Tea is sober. <laughs> I, look,
0: never met anyone more sober than tea. More sober. <laughs> Her and tea are
1: sitting down to, like, uh, some vegetarian place in the valley, and she's just kind of ordering, I'll have your white wine. Yeah. And tea is, like, all of our cranberry juice. Yeah.
0: And, and like, T lo- loves the fact that Elvira gets down with some Sutter home <laughs> at this just, like, vaguely Pan-Asian, like, strip mall restaurant.
1: Yeah, I'm really, now I am having a vision of In Cassandra, yeah, at Trader Joe's Wine Store. Just kind of looking at the four ninety nine. $4.99, that's good. Sure,
0: works for me. <laughs> i mean the way that she probably pulls in just like 75k a year
1: yeah <laughs> i'm sure and you know now she it's like with all of the merch it's confusing with her divorce agreement what's going on with the con and the merch and the knott's Berry yeah yeah I've, I've been trying to put the
0: numbers together and it's just it's it's i'm getting a little bogged down as well
1: I mean, sounded with the divorce very, like, dark. I don't know, but she's doing
0: some, you know, I'm sure she's doing some, like, 60-40 split with the, like, merchandising people at the Comic-Con. And then she's paying for her, like, hotel room at the San Diego Double Tree, And, you know, it's like, at the end of the day, just like, I don't think her take-home's that big. And they're living in an extremely modest, like... Van Nuys two bedroom.
1: How does she live? Yeah, I mean. I'm feeling it's Mediterranean, I was just but gonna, like as so you, you said
0: th- that, I just, I was thinking, I I was imagining a wrought iron coffee table, but with a ceramic like surface. So it's like almost like the ceramic mm-hmm. tile, like,
1: like tiles, little tiles, little tiles.
0: And then the like pretty
1: the, little tiles t- everywhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then the wrought iron kind of curved legs in this like Mediterranean, like I bet yes. there's like colored glass, you know, in different areas of her home.
1: I know it like is she practicing pottery maybe outside I don't know it's like a small garden and like tea definitely has some tomato plants and stuff Buddha
0: statue in the garden yeah
1: Yeah, I think she's Buddha. I think
0: she's Buddha outdoor. Not
1: heavily. Outdoor Buddha. Not heavily
0: Buddha. Like, not an indoor Buddha, but just, like, a Buddha statue outside, like, in the garden
1: She is more, like, right, memorabilia. I feel like she is more just, like, oh, man, my who lyric. Like, my, (sighs) you know, lyrics that I have framed.
0: That brings up the question, like, is it actually so hoarder? And you walk in, and there's just, like, so many dolls, and it's so your house. And it's just, like... (laughs) It's like so, like B indie horror girl, and there's just like, and these are like the framed underpants that just like, <laughs> <laughs> like Kula woo wore in this like C list VHs and Mistress of the
1: Dark, of. and well, I guess it used to, and then that's her whole thing. She sold all that stuff like after her divorce to make money, so she probably just I has really like hung
0: up on this divorce. <laughs>
1: Sorry, you want me to move on? No, that's so easy for you. Someone a product of a happily married couple. (laughs) Oh happily married. (laughs) Oh wait, who are you in the book? The Bork. I feel I mean Yeah. I am. I mean, I guess I just kind of feel like either we were both doing her like P Town Cabaret with her in like the summer of eighty four, or we were just like in the Groundlings with her.
0: Yeah, am um, I Phil Hartman and your P B Hartman? Basically, Pupins. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm definitely more likely to be arrested for jacking off in a movie theater than you are.
1: Right. No, I'm Phil Hartman. I'm getting I'm hilarious. And then I'm getting murdered by my wife. And you're just no, like, thought, oh,
0: wait, did he, his wife murdered him? Not. The yeah. Reverse. Then she, killed, then she herself. killed herself. God, that's so creepy that he said I I could die tomorrow. And then he did. Um, Note to self, don't ever say shit like I'm I'm feeling really <laughs> so contented in my life. I could die tomorrow.
1: <laughs> Absolutely not.
0: Knock on ward, honey. Um, yeah. No, I think you are Phil Hartman, and your wife will murder you in a in a <laughs> tragedy. Um, it'll be so sad. And I'm I'm Paul Rubens.
1: But you know, and you're it's like you are getting caught in a movie theater drinking off, but it's like you're also calling Elvira up and helping her with the book and just still putting out amazing content. No, yeah.
0: And I'm like, I've been totally there for her, and she's been there for me. When I get canceled, like, Elvira will be there and and vice versa.
1: She's just like, this Me Too stuff has gone too far, PB.
0: Me Too Far. Okay. I honestly give this book one out of five pumpkins. I just... I hate <laughs> it. I actually kind of... This is my new least favorite book. As I said, this book is the most boring thing that's ever happened to me. I'm just like, there are just... There's not one element of this book that it does better than another book. Like, there's just no standout part of this.
1: Yeah, okay, I'm giving it two point eight pumpkins. The lesbian section is of,
0: shorter than the lesbian parts of. I'm just talking book.
1: about like all just like the random '60s gossip.
0: Sorry, I guess. Yeah, like Tom Jones has a big dick.
1: Yeah, and just like you know the willingness to share, and then kind of lesbian stuff. I'm not really recommending this book to anyone. I guess, but I feel like if you are a huge Elvira fan, be your like boring why memoir
0: not? Title: Willingness to Share. By Lily. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it is so true what she said it's like yeah i don't know if we have like not read any memoirs before and i read this i'd be like this is so like salacious but kind of when you've read janice and you've read jennifer lewis and you've heard other actresses of like 70 year old age like talk about fucking guy in the 70s it's kind of like well you need some like humor i mean she's like being like Definitely, like, a little bit funny, but just, like, not... It's mostly still just kind of, like, listing story after story after story. Yeah. I feel like, this would be better in kind of an E, true Hollywood story. Like, I want to hear her talk more. You know, it's, like, her in the outfit maybe talk, telling some of these stories rather than in the written, in the book form.
0: Yeah. Like, well, you know, she you was know, on a couch. A, yeah, she's famous for being on television, not being on book.
1: Right. Which is why... Some be on book and some be on TV. Yeah, man, don't think your
0: day job, all right? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, we will be reading none other than Patriot. Christian. Sinner. LGBT <laughs> activist. Best friend, all-around hair icon, Megan McCain. And her book, Bad Republican.
1: Bad Republican.
0: Can't wait to dive into that.
1: Our nation's first daughter.
0: <laughs> and our nation's <laughs> last daughter.
1: Uh, <laughs> the last daughter. The last now daughter. On CBS. Yes. <laughs> on Paramount
0: Plus. <laughs> <laughs> the Last daughter would so be just like in its seventh season. You're like, who's still watching The Last who's Daughter? <laughs> and it's literally you. You're still watching Last I know.
1: Time. I really want to watch The Last Daughter now. Okay.
0: Uh, okay. This has been
1: a long read, a long rate. Best. <laughs> Celebrity Blue Club is presented by Prologue Projects. The show is produced by Wicked Witch of the North, mm-hmm. Meg Murnane, with editorial support from Wizard Beyond the Hawk, Andrew Parsons, and the Ghost the <laughs> Our production manager is a sorcerer. By the name of Percia. <laughs> Original theme song by why cat Stephen Phillips, host by the great master Chetty Blats at Chips Wild. Follow us on Twitter at CBC the Pod subscribe on your feed. leave us a review and don't forget to tell your friends about us or I will cast you to hell at luckylandslots.com.
0: Available to players in the US, excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions supply. So should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified?